0: Okay. Hey, Caitlin. Yes, Kelsey.
1: I have a fun fact for you.
0: Please share with me your fun fact.
1: Okay. Did you know that almost all mammals live for around 1 billion heartbeats? So for a rabbit, which has a quick pulse, it takes about 3 years to reach a billion heartbeats, but a slow-pulsed elephant can go more than 80 years. Only humans can push their hearts past two billion thanks to modern medicine, food preservation technology, and water purification. Holy shit. Two billion and you're out. Yeah, that's better than one billion. It is better than one billion.
0: Damn. But that's it. Thanks for pumping, heart. <laughs> Pump a little slower. Slower, please?
1: <laughs> yeah that would be nice last a little longer but that's also kind of crazy that as humans we've managed to double yeah that amount yeah with modern technology like that's crazy
0: we're also slowly killing ourselves with modern technology but you know
1: that's true too (laughs) that's a different thing that's a different thing so how are you doing good, how are you? Yay! (laughs) I am feeling way better. Good. The reason that our schedule has been super wonky is that the universe is working against us Mm -hmm. a lot the past few weeks. Uh, We've had vehicles breaking down, we've had illnesses, we've had people going away for weekends. It's, yeah. It's everything. It's (laughs) It's been a lot of everything. And so we apologize from the bottom of our heart that we haven't been consistent the last couple weeks but we're gonna try hella hard hella hard to be better moving forward
0: just the overall better people and podcasters and (laughs) we're just gonna be
1: better we're just gonna be better so I'm Kelsey and I'm Caitlin and together we are the the Riverdale Riverdale Double Digest Digest.
0: Cool.
1: You didn't ask me how I am. I did ask you how you were. Did you?
0: Yeah, uh, right after I said I was fine. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm still slightly sick, I yeah. think.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you're fully... Um... I'm not fully here yet. No, that's okay. I've, I don't think. I've been working a lot, so I'm also not fully here. Uh. So this will just be a super fun episode.
1: Woo! here we go. Do you have anything fun and exciting to tell everybody before... I'm done school. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. Are you like a wedding planner now? I can be. Yeah.
0: I could be before school as well. There's no actual <laughs> certification
1: needed, but yeah, I'd be slightly more <gasps> competent. All right, let's jump in. Yeah, let's. So, today we're talking about a pretty interesting episode, if I mm-hmm. do say so myself yeah yeah so this one is season two episode seven chapter 20 tales from the dark side so this guy was written by james will and it was directed by Don wilkinson now here's the here's the little write-up so riverdale remains on edge after a chilling letter from the black hood challenges the town's residents to remain sinless for 48 hours or he'll strike again meanwhile jug And Archie's friendship gets tested after Penny Peabody unexpectedly calls in a favor that Jughead owes her. Elsewhere, Betty and Veronica team up to investigate someone who Betty thinks could be the Black Hood killer. Finally, things take an unexpected turn for Josie when a secret admirer takes things one step too far. And so this guy was pretty interesting because it's based on uh, American anthology horror TV series created by George A. Romero of the same title, Tales from the Dark Side. So it debuted in 1983, and each episode was an individual story that often ended with a plot twist. The series episodes spanned the genres of horror, science fiction, fantasy, and some episodes featured elements of black comedy or more lighthearted themes. So that's why we got, uh, it was obviously inspired by the show, and that's why stylistically and just the setup of this episode was extremely different than anything else we'd ever seen.
0: I really liked it.
1: Did you? Yeah. 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 It was weird, and I always like it when they go weird. Mm -hmm. And so I I liked it too. It
0: reminded me a lot of uh, the movie Elephant, where it has different... I haven't seen it. It's um, a movie by Gus Van Sant. It's about a Mm. school shooting, but it's, like, the day of the school shooting, and it follows different people, and they all sort of interlock and, like, intertwine. And I really like, like, I like that movie. I'm not going to recommend it. It's super depressing. (laughs) But it's (laughs) beautiful to watch.
1: And this episode was also the first time Jughead did not narrate an episode. yeah. So, yeah, it was a little different. So you didn't mind that there was a change in the setup of the show? No, I liked it a lot. Yeah.
0: I just thought the opening set the bar quite high uh, for the episode. Okay. And then mm-hmm. it showed Bughead in bed together. And my note is, Yes. Bughead is sexual,
1: Kelsey. <laughs> but are they? Do you think they had? Yeah. I feel like they would have shown us the first time that they had sex. You don't no, think so? I feel like, no, they're they're sexual. You think so? They've done it. Yeah, she was wearing I his S shirt. Yeah, but I don't know if that was just the sleeping over cuddly times. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I
0: agree that they've done it. You just think Bughead is too innocent.
1: Yeah, maybe I do. I also like the fact that. Uh had referred to her as Poirot at one point who is But it's
0: pronounced Poirot. So that actually pissed me off. It was the whole Galgadot thing that you had.
1: <laughs> Whatever. It's Poirot. <laughs> He's French. And, you, and who is he? And who is he for the listeners who don't know?
0: He's a detective with like really bad OCD.
1: <laughs> there you go. He's like Monk, but like
0: right, in book form. Right. Um, also, Jacketta has a retro Rebel Without a Cause poster on the wall, and I thought that was hilarious.
1: Yeah, he does. I also liked there was a a, a point. I can't remember who said it, but there was maybe it was even the narrator off the top. But they they said the line uh, "pure of heart" at one point. Yeah, and that is a nice little throwback to remember when <laughs> the Archie comics became superheroes and Archie was uh, pure heart, the powerful. He's yeah. I wonder with this, because this episode brings in a lot of fantastical elements. Like, it's got some supernatural, like, vibey vibes to it, in my okay. opinion. Yeah, like the and TV
0: show Supernatural or just, like, Supernatural?
1: No, just, like, Supernatural, oh, okay. like, as in paranormal kind of. It just, okay. like, gave me that vibe. And especially because Jug gets the phone call from Penny Peabody mm-hmm. being like, oh, hey. I need to call in that favor that we talked about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Jughead's like, yeah, okay. Uh, And apparently the ghoulies had, they beat up FP in jail. Or at least that's the story.
0: That's the story. And like, I don't know. The second she starts talking, I'm like, Penny Peabody is sleazy as fuck. And I love her. (laughs) I don't trust a fucking like second of anything she says,
1: but I love her. Yeah, no, she's definitely a snake. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause she's a serpent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. Thank you. Uh, but she mentions to Jughead because she's okay. She tells him to be a drug runner. Essentially, mm-hmm. they need to deliver pancake mix from a spot in Riverdale over to Greendale, and she says a line of uh, don't, but make sure you don't stay. After midnight, nothing, you don't want to be around after midnight. And after midnight is the witching hour, which is, like, also made me think of Sabrina, the teenage witch. And so, which we know is going ahead, Netflix has actually picked it up. The CW isn't part of it now. But we're not sure if it's
0: going to be, like, a CW Netflix co-pro like this. I think it's Netflix. I think it might just be a Netflix solid with the possibility of yeah. crossing if they're going to do a crossover yeah. like the CW loves to do.
1: I'm sure that they'll do crossovers, yeah. but uh, I, I think it's just a Netflix thing now. I'm so excited. Um, and so it just, yeah, it made me think of all the supernatural fun that's going to happen in Greendale once Sabrina Becomes an actual thing. I'm, I'm I'm so excited. excited. Yeah. And so, anyways, Jughead is like, "Yep, I'll do this thing because the money that he'll get from doing this will go towards his dad." Penny, yeah, Penny will use it to try and get his dad an early release because apparently, rich people don't sit in jail.
0: Which, like, yeah, that's true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look at Hiram.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. And then. Archie is helping him because he needs a truck, because it won't fit on his bike, because it's a f- on his fucking Great. And um, yeah, Archie mentioned that's... something about moving to New York and wanting to still be a musician. And I was like, I loved this. You're line. still trying that? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, I thought that that ended as soon as you got into bed with Veronica. I thought you were like. Right? Ooh. <laughs> Oh wait, sex is more exciting than music. I have something else to play. Right. <laughs> so <gross>. Oh, Kelsey. <laughs> oh my God. I, I also really liked uh, during the Archie and Jughead bit. There was some awesome Western-y kind of mm-hmm. music playing in the background, and that song was called "West Come Back" by Rhodes. Rhodes. I liked the vibe. I liked the vibe of the music this episode. There are some throwbacks too. There was a lot, there's a mm-hmm. Chuck Berry song that was later. Uh, there was, um, oh my goodness, who was a Dusty Springfield song. We'll, we'll get, get to, to them. those ones, but I appreciate The music was the music. really on,
0: on, on it. Yeah. Um, then they get a flat tire, which legitimately is my nightmare. Yes. When my car broke down, I was having a panic attack just because it wouldn't start the fact that there's a flat tire. I don't know how to fucking change a flat tire. I was panicking, especially since it was dark. It was Mm -hmm. just absolutely terrifying. But the way it was shot was so fucking beautiful that it was this weird, like, this is so pretty, but I'm having
1: a panic attack sort of thing (laughs) from my point of view. (laughs) We also got a really creepy character joining the scene after this happened. And so, lo and behold, a random stranger drives up next um, when they're on the side of the road there. And Jughead's like, yeah, I'll get into the car. Stranger? you, random stranger, (laughs) who tells you don't look under your tarp. Let's do that. Let's not look under your tarp and get into a Life lessons... Listener, don't get into a truck on a dark road in the evening with a person you don't know. <laughs> Just don't get into strangers' cars. Just don't do it. Don't get into strange I got into a stranger's car once. Did you? It was actually a bad time. Kelsey! <laughs> it was hilarious. It was a mistake it was a mistake okay so i did this volunteer program when i was younger and we uh, it w- the, we were supposed to volunteer at different places and it was a crazy snow day and so the places that we were going uh it wasn't working out and so we phoned up the animal shelter being like do you need a couple of volunteers we're here and they're like oh yeah but it's crazy snowy let's come and grab you we'll come and get you and so we didn't know who the person was <laughs> and so like a car drives up outside the house and we're like oh here are, the, here are the lovely people from the animal shelter. You didn't ask, hey, are you the lovely people from the animal <gasps> no, shelter? No, but the guy also wasn't faced by us getting in his car. The more you
0: tell me about that volunteer year, the more I'm So just, we, like,
1: we get into his... I'm so proud you lived. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, when I think back. So we get into this car, and it's, like, really dirty and scuzzy and, like, got cigarettes all over the place, and it's this dude. And... He starts like driving away, and we can kind of, we're like we're kind of like oh, what's this? Something doesn't seem right, and so we're like, are you from the animal shelter? And he and he went, no, I, I'm, no, I thought you guys just needed a ride somewhere. Oh my god. So so I'm like, okay, can you please stop and let us out? And we find out that he had been at a party with one of the other people we were living at the okay. night before. And he had come by to drop off something. She left and was just a good Samaritan and was like, oh, these, it's really snowy. They need a ride somewhere.
0: That's so sweet of him. But it could have been Kelsey Gilker gets murdered.
1: Yeah, it really, it really could have. So, uh, don't. just don't get into cards with people you don't know.
0: Oh. Continuing. Um, the <laughs> stranger who may or may not be a good Samaritan like the one you met, yeah. uh, starts talking mm-hmm. about the Riverdale Reaper. And I yeah. just feel that's such a better name than the Black Hood. Than the Black Hood. Mm-hmm. You got that good alliteration.
1: It just feels feels better in your mouth to the writer's credits though the black hood is the term from the comics
0: well yeah i know that (laughs) but i'm just saying
1: riverdale reaper sounds cooler i do like riverdale reaper and you know how you mentioned that there was like a the riverdale reaper went to a house on the edge of town or whatever and killed all those people yes was that the house that betty went to oh fuck right that's the house that betty went to i bet oh oh definitely yeah so this Riverdale Reaper Black Hood thing is totally intertwined. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. When you mentioned the house, I was like, "That was the one Betty visited."
0: That just went totally over my head. Holy fuck! Yeah. That oh was my the god!
1: Of that random ass house. That is where all those murders happened. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I really dug the actor who played this creepy ass guy. Um, yeah. Thought he was super weird. Super creepy. It loved it it was wonderful he played that whole trope of the yeah the like highway wanderer man (laughs) really well yeah oh can we also quickly mention just touch on what the fuck was with that deer bit
0: yeah that was really weird to the point where i like straight up
1: just sort of blocked it out of my head so a deer randomly appears in front of archie after jug and the other driver has gone away and crosses the road and then stares at archie and then crosses again i think it was just supposed to be it might be a tribute from one of the tales from the dark side stories it might be but it was it also might be, but i think it was also just supposed to draw his attention to like things are creepy and weird here yeah go after your friend
0: and it was also like the most cgi deer yeah, was, that there could ever be and i was like well the flash was able to do a giant
1: gorilla once really g- yeah Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But long, long story short, uh, they driver, weird driver dude, and Jughead end up at this place for to have some food, and the driver expects him to pay for it. And Jughead's like, "Dude, I gave you my eighteen dollars that I had. That's all I had." And he's like, "I used it for gas." And then Archie shows up. But it escalated to save the day. The cafe escalated
0: so quickly it was like well you got this right? quick and then it turned into almost
1: screaming i loved the shot of the waitress when she rips the check off and slams it down mm-hmm. or the bill mm-hmm. onto the onto the table i thought that was really cool the like quick the quick cuts i thought was was really neat yeah. and then archie comes in and saves the day with his debit card thanks i like that do you take debit <laughs> yeah of course they take debit archie you never know. In some of these, like, low places, it might be a cash-only situation. Well, there's a
0: lot of, like, hipster places here that are yeah. cash or credit-only. Cash-only. Yeah. Yep.
1: I get yes. it. Anyway. But then Archie and Jughead finally get to the location where they need to drop off this stuff, and... <laughs> What did you think of this grandmother in the wheelchair and her sidekick that came it along? It was so
0: creepy, and I fucking loved it. I don't know. Watching this, I was just it like, was this is so bizarre, ridiculous. And she's like, yeah, it was, oh, so next time you're going to be on, on time. And he's like, there is no next time. And she's like, no. Oh, uh, bitch. Yeah, no, there is. there is.
1: I. It was so weird. I put down in my notes, so period, weird, period. But I like it fucking love it. Yeah, it just went it, like it went above and beyond. It was campy. The way that they were dressed was like super campy. They looked like the evil villains from any movie in the 80s. Some sort of superhero like <laughs> movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh but I was feeling it. And then Jughead goes to see his dad to see and make sure he's okay. Yeah, guess what?
0: He's totally fine. Nothing happened. Penny is Fucking penny peabody. A fucking liar.
1: Fucking penny yeah.
0: peabody. Well, no, Penny also had that like blackmail now, so Jug's stuck doing it. Yeah. sucker Don't trust the Peabody. Don't trust Next the one. Peabody. Next one. Josie. This one actually I was not expecting the twists and
1: turns. Yeah. In the Josie one. Yeah, yeah. I it took me on a ride as well. I liked this one probably th- actually the most, I think. Out of the three. I liked-
0: the next one, the most, for obvious reasons. Uh, when we get there. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> I know why. I think everyone else knows why too. If but you've been listening so to this cool. podcast. <laughs> this was a
0: close second, to be honest. Yeah. And um, actually starts out with uh, Josie and her mom in the hotel, mm-hmm. and this is actually where my line of the week is, oh. where um, Josie says,
1: "Mom, <sighs> I don't need a bodyguard. I'm not Whitney." Not
0: yet, anyway. And the then hell? she does a little, like, doo do do doo dance. Yeah, like, not yet. And I was like, yeah. Do you love yeah. The Bodyguard? Do you love that movie? I have actually never seen it. Oh. I
1: know. It's on my I list to like watch. I feel like it's a show that you should watch.
0: I feel like it's a show I should watch. And I do know that uh, Dolly Parton's the original yes. headman for I Will Always Love You.
1: Yeah. Another fun fact, guys. Dolly Parton wrote that song. Um, and so, Josie's story also involves a really creepy janitor throughout most of the episode. Yeah. And I'm wondering if he's actually going to be something in- more important later on. Or, or do, do you think, think he was just for this little bit?
0: I think he might be a red herring. think so? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, because they did a lot of, like, focusing in on him to make you think that he was the one sending Josie the creepy notes. At least that's what I thought.
0: Yeah, no, 100%.
1: Okay, okay. And that's why I feel like he might be a red herring. Okay, that would that would make sense. We also have Chuck Clayton coming back yeah. for this spit. Do you believe Chuck Clayton whatsoever? Do you believe that because of his church and art classes, no. he has now changed?
0: <laughs> no, because let me tell you, you can still go to church, still go to art classes, still be an asshole.
1: Yeah. Um, but... I also think that they... One of the reasons they only mention that he's taking art classes is once again to make you think he might be the person that he was the one that would do the drawing.
0: A hundred percent. Um, But I do want to take us into the fitting room, though, when Josie oh. is talking to Chuck and okay. she calls him the fuck out. She is wearing the most wonderful denim jumpsuit and it has like a couple necklaces as well. It's just wonderful. Okay. I'm really into the jumpsuits right now. And it was perfect. Everything I wanted. I didn't notice it. That's okay. That's, <laughs>
1: As usual.
0: That's why I'm here. <laughs> um, but then the pussy cats aren't allowed to break up, right? Like that's just an unwritten rule. They're not oh, allowed. Oh no,
1: they can't. They can't.
0: they can't. they can't. They
1: can't. Okay, cool. Well, oh, they have. They have. They performed together once this season. Milkshakes. No, they weren't all together. Val wasn't there.
0: Oh shit. No. No. Because I think I honestly think milkshakes. No, that's a lie. Um, w- featuring Veronica. When they sang it out tonight.
1: Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But again, that's featuring Veronica. There's always someone else in it. Like, I just want to see the trio. That's true. Action. It's true. Um, I also, speaking of Cheryl, though, uh, we see her being very affectionate to Josie. Like, there's a lot of touching and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of, like, friendly touching. And I think the deal with Cheryl is that she just latches on hardcore to anyone who shows her kindness yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, she immediately latches onto them. You, we saw it with Archie last season a bit when he came to the tree tapping <laughs> event. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly she was like, I'm going to kiss you and fall in love with you and da 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 And so the stuff that, because we'll get to the end of this thing, because mm-hmm. it gets creepy. It does. With, with Cheryl. And I think it, yeah, it comes from a place of she's just not used to people being nice to her and taking care no, of
0: her. No, even just look at her family. They're awful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so she felt that way about Jason because he was the only one that kind of protected yeah. her. She was that way with yeah. Archie last season for briefly. And, now, and she seems to be this way with Josie, yeah. too. It makes sense. And so it's coming across hella creepy. <laughs> um like really creepy, but I think it yeah, it just comes from like this like scared little girl. Place. It is also,
0: I feel a little single white female, and I'm really excited to see where that goes. And mm-hmm. I also really love, I don't like that Chuck and Josie went on a date not date, but Me I do too. really love the pulp fiction dance. Me
1: too! I loved it so much.
0: I literally threw my book across the room and I was like, well, this is everything I need right now. And I was kind of I loved it. Pissed off that uh, the mayor came in and broke it up because I just wanted to see more of it. Oh,
1: I loved it so much also because this is how I dance. <laughs> I just do the, like, the twist Well, back yeah, and man. Forth. And also this was another great song moment. This was Sweet Little Sixteen by Chuck Berry. They're really rocking in Boston And Pittsburgh, PA Deep in the
0: heart of Texas And round the Frisco Bay all over st louis and down in new orleans all the cats going
1: to dance with sweet little 16 and it's just perfect i love it i love it when they throw in all these retro touches and i love that it was like f- not super sleazy dancing nope. Like, they, they got, like, a little, like, close and stuff like that, but it was a lot of them just, like, having fun and doing the twist. And doing the Pulp Fiction dance in a yeah, diner, yeah. just like
0: it is. It's, it's,
1: it's, I loved it. it. I think a lot of people are like, that's so random that they would get up and dance like that. But I love that random shit.
0: That's what keeps us
1: entertained. Sorry, yeah. 12-year-old. Um. Yeah and what else did i say (laughs) i was like what the fuck is going on with this janitor like what and i'm pretty sure it is just a red herring like you said
0: um it did really freak me the fuck out
1: that she got her throat slashed oh that one that one freaked me out too uh and the pig heart bit also how can you tell it's
0: a pig heart right away
1: it's a very good question I don't know how they figured that one out. But I, too, I think if, like, I open a thing and there was a heart, my first instinct would be, oh, it's an animal heart and not a human heart. Oh.
0: Because I would just be like, oh, my God.
1: Serial killer.
0: Pretty much. But then they also had Cheryl saying that Chuck just wants to feel Josie's organs. Yes. And it might have been because I watched My Friend Dahmer the night before. Okay. But that's a very murderer- Sort of
1: statement. Statement. Oh, totally. That's not a normal thing to say.
0: (laughs) No, because that was the whole thing about, at least in My Friend Dahmer, that Jeffrey Dahmer liked to... He was just curious what people's insides looked like. Mm, And then it escalated to... Uh,
1: To him actually finding out what people's insides looked like. And taste like. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Nope, nope. Nope, nope. But I also... Cheryl was really good at pinning it onto Chuck because you could see she got super jealous when she found out, I think. Like, I think it was, she's actually really jealous when she found out that Josie went on a date date with Chuck. And then she purposefully did the drawing after, because she knew Chuck was doing art lessons Mm -hmm. because she mentions that beforehand. She's like, taking art classes doesn't change you, blah, 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 blah. And so she purposely then drew it to make it look yeah yeah drew a drawing of her to make it look like it was chuck so she pinned it all on him and like cheryl's really good at manipulating people she totally manipulated josie into just getting chuck out of the way so that she could be all uh, to herself Yay. and i also totally thought that the throat slicing was real me too
0: first. and then when she sat up i was like thank
1: god they did it they did a great thing uh lay plot wise where they just had shown her playing at the piano several times so you had gotten used to that being reality
0: singing that song
1: yeah exactly yeah. and so when they did it again you're like oh we're just back in the room doing blah blah blah, blah. so when it happened i was like oh
0: my <gasps> god yeah
1: but she's okay uh what so what do you think's up with cheryl i
0: don't like, know do you think
1: that she's actually a little cray cray because i was a little cray cray i
0: feel like cheryl probably has some sort of um mental or personality disorder, um, mm-hmm. and is not being treated for it. Cause even if yeah. she just has like PTSD from right. the sexual assault, something's going on.
1: Yeah. It was, it's pretty c- creepy thing that she, cause I think it's pretty clear. She's the one that's leaving the notes. Yes. Right. Yes. Do we want to say like, she's the one. leaving? Oh, a
0: hundred percent. that's what I'm uh, going
1: for. Yeah. And so to like go so far as to put a pig's heart in a box. In a box. Also, what's
0: with this town that's just opening things?
1: <laughs> stop just, oh, okay. stop just <laughs> opening boxes. Yeah, Hermione does in the first season too, right? With the snake. Yeah. She opens that box and she's just like, oh, okay. God damn it, guys. <laughs> so yeah i'm interested in what our listeners think about cheryl too i don't know where i stand if she's actually just this really hurt per, like very um what's what's the word possessive mm-hmm. person or is there more going on and she's actually capable of doing some really bad things
0: i don't know let's find out Let's...
1: Maybe I'll do a poll.
0: Please do a, pool, Go a poll. Go look on our
1: Instagram after this drops. And,
0: like, Facebook, you can do uh, polls on, too, now. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We should do yeah, that, too. Yeah, poll everywhere, okay.
0: except Twitter, because I don't know how to do those.
1: Twitter does polls, oh, too. fuck me. Well, look at that. Yep. Yep. And... On to the next one. Okay. BNV. And, uh, SSK. <laughs> That's how he is in all my notes, too. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, did you think... Because off the top, Veronica thinks that Sexy Sheriff Keller is yeah. having an affair, whereas Betty thinks that he could be the Black Hood, because how the hell did the Black Hood get into the police station?
0: And we've talked about this, and I'm terrified that he might actually be the Black Hood, because mm-hmm. everyone knows that I love Sexy Sheriff Keller.
1: Yeah. And did you think there's any possibility of him having an affair when Veronica No, because
0: honestly, I did not know where Kevin's mom was. I didn't know if they had been divorced. Right. I did not know if she died. Right. It was very much, it seemed like Kevin and the sheriff had been alone together. Just the yeah. two of them for yeah. a while. Um, so the fact that they're like, oh, she's you find out she's in the, the army. army and she's been stationed for a while. I was like, oh, shit, that's how an affair happens. Yep. Maybe. Not saying like that's yeah. what leads to an affair, but yep. that has, because when she was first like, he's having an affair and I'm like, you can't have an affair if you don't have a wife. So.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> he does. But he does. She's overseas. Uh but did that like tarnish your opinion of him a little bit if he was going to have an affair?
0: No, cuz I was I didn't think he was going to have an affair. Okay. I thought okay. he was going to be the murderer
1: and my heart was going to break. Okay. <sighs> so Veronica then to because Kevin mentions that his dad's been really weird lately and she thinks that he's having an affair so she's like, let's have a little sleepover a little friendly sleepover secretly so that she can see if an affair is going on whereas Betty's like snoop around and see if he's actually the black hood so
0: there's a couple things here sorry just in that quick little scene yeah uh i love their phone call also yeah i really back in the fitting room love betty's gray sweater with the florals and um patches embroidery sort of thing all it thought it was super cute and then veronica's pajamas are silky and purple and perfect and i love it (laughs) yeah and then i just really love that kevin was trying to explain a board game
1: I love, he was playing some sort of dorky board game. And this is why I'm friends with him in my mind. And Veronica, and Veronica just goes, (laughs) interesting. It's so good.
0: To be honest, that's a lot like when um, Greg tries to explain something about Dungeons and Dragons to me. I'm just like,
1: "Uh uh-huh. From what Kevin was saying, it sounded like a very Dungeons and Dragons-esque kinda of game. Except a board game, not a except it yeah, it was a board game. Role not play. A role play game. Yeah. But it like, you know, it had those like fantastical names and all yeah. that that kind of stuff. And so then Veronica goes to go get something to drink, but really to snoop. And Betty's like, go into the basement.
0: And Veronica's like, no, because basements are the creepiest fucking place alive. Yeah, but she does. But she does, because she hears something, and honestly, I was terrified we would see someone strapped up like uh, Jason (laughs) Blossom was. Right. And uh, what did we see instead, Caitlin? (laughs) We saw a shirtless sexy Sheriff Keller working out, and
1: I just want to say, thanks, Riverdale. (laughs) (laughs) He, He looks very nice. He
0: looks very, very uh, visually teasing. Uh,
1: he's, uh, yeah, he's very uh, nice to uh, to look at.
0: Very nice. I also did not notice the tattoos on his arms before.
1: Oh yes, there were some tattoos. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: man. Um,
1: I did think his grunting was disturbing. The grunting was very
0: disturbing, <laughs> but as someone who, um, occasionally works out in a gym, in a gym, the mm-hmm. grunting's a, a thing that happens. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Cause you can't really yeah. lift as heavy if you don't grunt. Yeah. It lie. actually
1: like gives you, cause tennis players, I talked to my dad about this cause tennis players have started really making noises yeah. when they hit yeah. and it actually really helps them increase the strength sure. of what they're doing. Sure the whole thing apparently they researched it i don't know okay that i want to see this out. research
0: and i'm gonna read it because it's normally <laughs> the guys that i'm like are you juicing as well and you're just like right.
1: look at my muscles Ugh. yeah that's a possibility too. Uh, anyway um i thought it was also really awkward kevin walking down and
0: seeing because the way they were kind of standing to each other was kind of like a flirty body language yeah
1: there was a weird like sexual tone to it yeah because with veronica asking him like how do you cope without your wife here yeah Mm, and we know that she's saying that to find out if he's having an affair but it kind of sounds like she was asking him can i help you cope yeah with your wife not being here Yeah, And then Kevin walks in, and I'm like... You're like, hey, Kev, with your glass of milk. Yeah, just, like, the most innocent-looking thing. And walking in on, like, the least innocent-looking thing.
0: He was so cute. I really do love that in the next scene, Kevin gave Veronica his bed because he's wonderful, and he slept on the floor.
1: (laughs) He slept on the floor. I saw that, (laughs) too.
0: It's like, this is wonderful.
1: But lo and behold sexy sheriff keller is sneaking out in the middle of the night which is not
0: what i wanted to see so
1: yeah so veronica and betty they do some sleuthing together which i was really excited about and they uh they stumble upon him going to a motel they sure do and they're convinced that he's about to do something really awful because he's carrying a bag into the hotel Mm -hmm. room and the hotel room door opens and who steps out fucking mayor mayor mccoy Go fuck yourself, Mayor McCoy. And they make out, and she's in some in some nice lingerie, and they head into the room together.
0: He's having an affair now. Before this, we had like Betty sneaking or breaking into the the Keller's house
1: to sneak. Yeah, and in, she went into the house into his into his and office, and she somehow
0: successfully picked a lock with a bobby pin. Don't believe that <laughs> really quickly, super fast. Yep. Um, and then. I was going to give Sexy Sheriff Keller this new award that I was calling Wonderful Parent of the Week because he was not going to tell Kevin uh, what Betty was doing because it would break his heart. And I was all excited. I was like, we get to give a Wonderful Parent of the Week award and then this shit happens and we get our Shitty Parent of the Weeks.
1: I nominate both Mayor McCoy and Sheriff Keller for Shitty Parent of the Week. Do you second it? I second it for having their affairs in seedy hotels. And for this week, they are given... Shitty parents of the week. Shitty parent
0: of the week.
1: Yeah, good job, assholes. Good
0: job, assholes. I was rooting for you, sexy Sheriff Keller. I was making awards for you. I was like, holy shit, there's someone in this town, aside from Mr. Andrews, that is a decent person. No, I feel...
1: Like I was stabbed in the back. I also want to say that I think if there is going to be a death this season, I would not be surprised if it is either one of them. I think it would be very interesting, especially for Kevin's character, if Mm -hmm. his dad dies, there would be a whole other storyline for him to explore with him dealing with the grief of that and the same with Josie if her mom died and then a new mayor or a new sheriff would have to come into town and Mm -hmm. maybe there'd be chaos with that so I'm just gonna put that out there that I wouldn't be surprised if either of them die
0: I would be okay with that plot wise Mm -hmm. um obviously I have one person who I'd much rather see stick around yeah just because they have a history of being solid but The affair also points out why it kind of, like, I was a little confused as to why every time during the Josie segment, when the mayor walked in, the sheriff was there as well. Yeah. I was a little confused in this sort of brought light to that situation totally and then looking back at the josie stuff i was like oh fuck like you you guys were banging and then you realized you had to go be an adult like
1: yeah that's probably yeah (laughs)
0: Go fuck yourselves not
1: together separately also in sheriff keller's office on his wall you saw that he actually had all of the the cardinal sins like there was like a greed there was lust there was like all all posted up there yeah and so uh you're just walking into a minefield sheriff with what you're doing right now you've like figured out that this person is all it's all about sin yeah and you are doing a huge sin right right now yeah so well, I just think it'd be super interesting if one of them died, because, yeah, then you'd have an, either a new mayor or a new sheriff come in, and, like, maybe they would cause chaos, and then the fallout for the kids of that happening.
0: I would like to see so it. I can't
1: see, like, f- I can't see Fred or FP going, nope. or, like, the Hirams or Betty's p- parents. Maybe, like, maybe Hal? Maybe. Hal hasn't
0: really been around. Exactly. And then, like, Cheryl already lost a parent, so they wouldn't yeah. do that.
1: But I could see Sheriff Keller or Mayor McCoy die. Yeah. And then at the very end of the episode, so all these stories intertwine again because they end up at Pops together. Pops receives a call saying, from Black Hood, saying, you failed. You ya failed. And Y'all ya sinned. You failed. The reckoning is about to begin. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I'm- And that's the end of the episode. I want to see the reckoning. I feel like that's a
0: solid, solid yeah. word. And also fucking terrifying. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: That's it. That's the episode. All right, so let's get in to our extra little bits here so
0: yeah kelsey who do you ship this week no one Solid. there was
1: no one that i was interested in like it was nice seeing jughead and betty in bed i guess together but they weren't really a focus at all no and then jughead was kind of in hi- in his and archie's storyline he does that when the tire blows he's like oh let's call betty and archie has to remind him no we're not bringing betty into this shit and Branded? i was like oh that you were acting more like a boyfriend in that moment than jughead was interesting <laughs> interesting yeah so, yeah i don't ship anyone do you ship anyone god no no yeah no in no. this episode which is interesting because like normally i really love like the shippy business but i really liked this episode and there was no shippy business in it so what about shitty parent of the week we have decided it is a tie sheriff keller and mary mccoy and uh, so what's your rating for this episode? I
0: rate this episode 4.3 of Keller Sleepovers out of 5. Nice.
1: I'm going to bump my up. Okay. So I'm going to say I, it is 4 random creepy deer out of 5. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. The more that we've talked about it, the more I enjoyed this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the more you got to like relive
1: it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, was a- it was a good episode. It was different. It was weird. There was, like, campy bits in it that I always... I like when they kind of play up the campy bits. It's good. Uh, and not take themselves too, too seriously. And I felt like they did that a lot this episode. I thought that it brought in some... The possibility of the Greendale supernatural witch side. Yeah. Started here, which I thought was great, too. And, yeah. I yeah, it, it was it was
0: fun. It was fun. It kept you interested. Mm-hmm. it was it was a it was good. I liked it. yeah, it was a good episode. Uh, what do you recommend this week, Kelsey?
1: I am currently reading a book called Riot Days. Um, and it's by one of the members of Pussy Riot wonderful uh so they were yeah the group in russia who performed an anti-putin song in the church there and then proceeded to several of their members proceeded then to go to jail for several years and so one of them masha from pussy riot uh, it's called riot days and it's uh, from her perspective the events and then being in jail and what's going on and it's really interestingly written it's little short paragraph so it's really easy to read mm-hmm. uh and it's just an interesting read because they went through some crazy shit because of this song that they sang in church against putin so i recommend that one and then the second one i actually didn't end up going i was supposed to go and then got sick this weekend uh but it's supposed to be wonderful and i'm still gonna say it is to go see <laughs> ladybird it has amazing ratings mm-hmm. it has Shu who's one of my faves and i'm really excited to see it
0: no, I heard it's really good. I plan on going to see it yeah. sometime this week.
1: I am going to go sp- maybe next weekend. Solid. We'll figure it out. Good, good. But that's it. What are your recommendations?
0: Um, my recommendations. So I've had insomnia the past couple of weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So a podcast that is helping me fall asleep, but then I wake up later on um, yeah. the hour, pretty much. Uh podcast is called Sleep With Me it's this guy who tells you stories that are just interesting enough to get your attention caught on them but then they get really yep. boring and then you fall asleep um and it's actually i've listened to an episode yeah <laughs> it's helped to me so much really um i've been listening to the after the glass slipper series cool. which is about after cinderella um mm-hmm. i can't explain to you what's happening because i i Fall asleep. I fall
1: asleep. (laughs) Yay! It does its job. It does its job.
0: It's really great. Um, And then the other day, it wasn't working. I listened to three episodes of After the Glass Slipper, and I was wide awake. So I listened to one of the newer ones where he tried to uh, talk about Home Alone, but he had only Mm -hmm. seen it once, (laughs) ten years ago, and he it was
1: wonderful so it's like this vague recollection of what actually yeah it was perfect that one was long and and I passed out for that one there's another podcast that's supposed to help you sleep and it's a guy that just reads the owner's manuals (laughs) for different appliances See, I'd be too interested in that because I'm that loser who actually has read all the owner's manuals for all my appliances. Oh, I don't at all. I don't do that at all.
0: I can't remember what that one's called. No, that's
1: solid. That's pretty funny.
0: And then my other recommendation is this band called I Draw Slow. They're wonderful. It's more of a folky sort of thing. I saw them at the Folk Fest a couple years ago, and I've pretty much been obsessed with them ever since.
1: Yes, yes, yes. They're good. I have not listened to them for a very long time, but I'm going to do that now. Yeah, just...
0: Throw on some gold mines, some Valentine. Yes. Um, the yes. music video for Valentine, I believe it's Valentine, has um, the guy from Game of Thrones. So Baelish is in their music video because he's also oh, Irish. Oh, okay. Um, and I 100% blame Maya for my obsession with them because when they played at the Folk Fest, she made me go to all of their performances. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was love at first ear sight.
1: Cool. One of my other favorite bands, this isn't really a recommendation because the album hasn't dropped yet, uh, but they're called Horse Feathers and they haven't released anything since 2014, I believe. It's been a really long time. And I just went and checked up on their Facebook and they are releasing a new album in 2018. If you really like the folky stuff, if you like strings especially, yes, uh, check out Horse Feathers. Beautiful. I love them. And there's a new album coming very soon. Yay. All right. That's it. That's it that's all that was fun thanks for listening guys and i think this was a great episode we really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. so make sure that you like that you comment that you subscribe that you rate that you follow us (laughs) On Twitter and Instagram at the Riverdale DD. We're just the Riverdale Double Digest on Facebook, or you can send us an email at the Riverdale DD at gmail.com.
0: We understand you have your choice in Riverdale review Podcast, and we definitely appreciate you listening to the Double Digest, especially when we're a little crazed with life.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Okay, bye. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> oh archie Kins. oh archie Kins. or should we say oh sheriff killer <laughs> ah oh sheriff killer <laughs> <laughs>